Are we good? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, hello, everyone. This is episode 47. Yes. No. Yeah, you yeah. almost forgot mid saying it, huh? Yes, I did. Episode 47. This is the Off Center Archers with Stephanie. And I'm Anthony. And how you doing? Thank you for tuning back in again. And I don't know where I was going with that. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I just roll with it. Yep. So, um,. I don't know. It's been a um, it's an uneventful kind of week, which is actually kind of nice from our past uh, busyness that we've been doing. Right. So um, not much shooting this week, just because of uh, children and staying up late and getting up early. Well, and just life in general. Yeah, yeah. Any anyone with kids. Been hot as shit in the shop that I work at right now, and everything this entire week was extremely heavy. Yeah, you no. don't you don't have AC at your job. No, and no. You go on second shift, so you're going in at the hottest point of the day. Mm-hmm. So you're starting off hot. And but then, at least it gets cooler as your day goes on. Yeah, but it, this week it was kind of shitty, though, because, I mean, it did stay warm. Mm-hmm. You know, Is it eight, humid? Nine o'clock at night, you know, it, it was still like 85 degrees. But the problem was at six o'clock, it fucking rained. So it just, after it rained, it cooled down for 15 minutes and then it got hot as balls and humid as can be. So it's kind of like working so, in a soggy diaper. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I was like, <laughs> oh God, please come 1130. I want to go home. <laughs> and that was every day of this week. Everything was gigantic. That's what she said. So, I hey, I hope that's what she said. <laughs> Good for her. Her? Wouldn't that be me? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you were focusing that on me. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. So we only really got to go to the range, was it Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, I wasn't doing too bad. I was kind of iffy. You know, uh, we kind of need that little warming up sometimes. But by the time we get warmed up, it's like, oh, we got to go. Right, yeah. So, but to tell you the truth, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what we do. Uh, after Wednesday because it's the last day of school. Yep, and our boy is off for two months in the summer. So we're going to have to figure out what we're going to be doing with the range. So on one hand, uh, you know, we could break the tablet out and he'll sit there for a good chunk of change. But when you go to take the tablet away from him, yeah, no, it's we're, we're gonna not have to, a fun experience. You no, know, we're going to have to throw in like a tablet and then leave right after and then or right before it dies. And then on the way home, maybe take him to the park, let him run it out. and Yeah, that's that's probably what's going to end up actually happening. So maybe we could do a podcast at the park. Do a podcast at the park. What are you going <laughs> to do, run around with the H5 in my hand while we're both <laughs> plugged into it? Listen, all those other housewives sit in their, their chairs at the park, buried into their phones anyway, while the kids are running around. Yeah, that is true. Being little a-holes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And no one's watching their kids. That no. Free-range parenting. No, no, no. See, what they do is the, the park that we go to has one, one way in and out, and it's completely fenced in. Yeah. It's a really cool park, but what they do is they plop their ass right at that entrance so they, they can see... Oh, yeah, that, that little out. circle, mm-hmm. that, that bench circle that's right in the middle of it. So the kids have no choice but to work, walk right past the parents. Yeah, yeah. So some of them bring their little chair, their fold-out chairs, and right. they sit there. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I follow our son around. But I guess if, if he's like eight, nine, and, you know, oh, yeah, they're yeah. at the park, then I don't need to follow him around. Well, I mean, even that that part, that park, there, uh, the the sections of it are like separated by age group, but each section is fenced in. So yeah, it's like but the, the area our like son is supposed to play there. in, yeah. he doesn't play in because he's a, a fucking genius at climbing and going up and down this fucking maze that, that they have in this park. Um, so he 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 technically that's supposed to be for like five and up, and he's only three and a half, and he just fucking gorillas it like a maniac. Yeah, and plus he likes to collect rocks right now. He's yes, our he's yeah, our yeah. outdoor kid. Mm-hmm. He's he likes to collect the rocks. Yeah, and remove them and go collect more and remove them. Yeah, and I have to, when he comes home, I have to take him away from him, and he gets mad. <laughs> he gets so pissed off. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna be doing with that. That'll be interesting, just because he doesn't. He's at that age where, man, he doesn't. He doesn't really want to sit still because it's a three and a half year old. I mean, you know, anyone else out there with that shoots and has younger kids, 
you, you know, you get to that age where they're not really interested in it and it takes, you know, takes a little bit, but for them to sit in one spot for, you know, an hour or whatever. Oh, it's like torture. Yeah. 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 So, um, that's, uh, that'll be a, a work in progress. Kind of Sean thing. from, uh, Sean McVeigh from Sean Outdoors is actually responding to questions I had for him on one of his YouTube videos. Oh, what'd you have questions for? Share, oh, no, he did share a whole, with the class. Uh, no, he, he's actually recently moving, he's moving from Pennsylvania to Iowa, mm-hmm. for whichever reasons he does, I, I haven't watched. Iowa? Oh. Who the fuck ever wants to move to Iowa? People like move out of Iowa. Anyone who hunts wants to move to Iowa. Oh, man. Yeah, you but know, you gotta Dudley like... lives in Iowa, it can't be that goddamn bad. Yeah, but he doesn't have to worry about job-wise. Well, you, don't, you never know, I mean, you know. Uh, but, you know what? I can't talk shit. I've never been to Iowa. Yeah, exactly. Slipknot's from Iowa. Yes, Des Moines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but no, he did, He released a video about the, uh, in his opinion, the best bows of 2018. And I, you know, a lot of, you know, exp- he's very into the expedition bows right now. Right. Uh, and did, did he um, test out the new PSC that was released? Actually, I asked him that. That, that was the reason he was responding is I, I was shocked that there's no PSCs on his list and there was no Hoyts on his list. No Hoyts? No Hoyts. Really? That's yes. interesting. And he gave me the reason why he doesn't like Hoyt, which I'm not going to badmouth, whichever. It is what it is. He doesn't like him personally. It's fine. It's not bad mouthing him. It's just no, no, personal uh, opinion. Like we like PSE, but people are right. Like, oh, and PSE he didn't. He PSE. said he didn't review any PSEs because there is no PSE dealers in his area currently. Well, mm, so but everyone's no carrying Matthews our... and obsessions and fucking exp- uh, expeditions and. Actually, uh, our range that we go to deal um, sells PSE. Yes. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. His his primary is Matthews. Yes, he and then he has PSC first. Obsession and Hoyt. Yes, but it's not like a he like he has like three Hoyt bows. He's got probably seven or eight PSC bows, mm-hmm. but there's like thirty five Matthews bows. You know, I got it. I got which is fine. You know, the Halon thirty two is a fucking awesome bow. The Triax yeah. everyone knows is an awesome bow. The the Halon X is a fucking awesome bow. It looks tiny. Right. Well, the, the thing is now. Um, well, since we mentioned PSE. Well, isn't that new bow supposed to be up with the, the Triax? Right. Now, what happened was, is since Matthews released the Triax, all these Pope and Young and the people that keep all the records for the big bucks and the measurements and all that shit, mm-hmm. the requirement beforehand was a 30-inch bow had to be used, axle to axle. Right. Well, that meant everyone who used a Triax, your shit didn't count. Which is stupid. Because it's a 28. Well, the, the rules are rules, whatever, you know, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, but the thing is, if you get into height and everything like that, and you got a shorter person, you got a shorter individual who can't shoot the longer bows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but majority of short per- short draw bows are 30-inch draw. Or 30-inch axle-to-axle, not 30-inch draw. Midget? Then you're shooting a 30-inch bow. Most 30-inch bows go down to a 23-inch draw length, mm-hmm. which is like... A fucking eight-year-old. What if you're like one of those midgets that has like a... Stop reaching for a fucking answer. <laughs> Can't so, reach too far from talking about yeah, midgets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. My fucking T-Rex arms. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but now Pope and Young and all of them, they're, they're all re- have updated their rules to mm-hmm. include 28-inch bows now. So now the Triax now counts. And because they changed the rules... And 28-inch bows are now an option. PSC right. has now, as of June 1st, released their Evolve 28. Yes. Which is nice. I mean, it's still the same thing, Evolve, Cam, and uh, just like the 31, your 35, uh, same settings. You can use the same fast lobe, high, uh, high let off, low let off. Right, right, right. Um, but it's just a lot more compact, obviously, just like the Triaxes. Did um, mm-hmm. Do you remember the stats offhand on it? I will I believe it's actually eight feet per second slower than the uh, Evolve Thirty One. Uh, the Evolve Thirty One, I believe, was a three forty IBO, and the tr- the Evolve Twenty Eight is like a three thirty two. It's a um for the ATA slash IBO speed. It is three thirty five to three twenty seven FPS. Okay, so it's five feet per second slower. Only. Yes, and the weight's about the same. It's like four point one pounds. Yeah, Mine's what, 4.5? Yeah, yeah. 4.3 it's, or something. I think, uh, no, yours is like 4.5. The 31 is like 4.3, and the 28 is like 4.1 or 4.2. Okay, and it goes up to 70 pounds. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, it's going to be a good bow. I mean, for people that are, you know, if you like PSEs and stuff like that, like we do, I'm not a tree stand hunter. So, really, the Ooh. bow doesn't, what? It only goes, this is for the draw length range. It only goes up to a 30. Yes. Yes. So, that's actually I, too too small for me. No, it is no, not. No, wait. I'm a retard. Yes, you are. I was thinking of 36. No. The 35, <laughs> which is what you have, is a minimum of 26. That's why I told you if your bow ended up being too big for you, we can get you an Evolve 31 because of the fact that the Evolve 31 will go down to 24. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, that was a moment that you catch yourself in like stupidity of its finest. Yeah, yeah. But this have, is being recorded. Yeah, I can't like keep it to myself. If you were a 30 inch draw, you'd have longer draw uh, draw length than I do. Fucking T Rex. You me, actually, you'd have no. A, you'd be T Rex. I'd be. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I'd I'm, be. Uh, me and Doug are uh, both. I'm like 29. I think he's a 29 and a half. So you'd have mm -hmm. longer arms at five foot two than Dougie. Which would you just fucking knuckle drag? So it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> I got some jokes for that, but I'm not. I'm gonna keep them to myself. Yes, <laughs> please. Um, so yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, it'll be a great bow for a tree stand hunter. It's short axle to axle, so you have less things you're gonna run into. You know, it's just more room. Just like everyone was saying, oh, the tracks is great for this. It's good. It's great for you know tree stand hunting because. Yeah, it's shorter bow, and you have less chance of hitting tree limbs with it, and blah right, blah right. blah. So now this PSC has the same nice options, but I do believe actually the Trax is faster from the IBO stats. Oh, I don't so, know offhand. Yeah, neither. Tell you the truth. I th no, I think the the, the Trax was uh, or is not was is a three forty IBO because they they were like boasting like the the, the big thing that the uh, that the Triax and the uh, Halon 32 were the same or relatively like very, very close to each other, you know, mm. in, in a four inch shorter package. It's a, th a 343 FPS. The Triax. Yes. See, that's impressive. Yeah. I think the, uh, the Halo, the Halo, Halon 32 is a 340, if I'm not mistaken. That's oh, 70 pounds. Jesus, you're making me work here today. Yeah, that's right. Let's see the Halo, which one we would want to Halon do? Halon 32. Halon 32. Ooh, they have a Halon 32 versus a Triax. They have a compare. Archery talked at a comparison on those two specific bows. Mm -hmm. um, but I am not going into that. Oh, my. Oh, that's another fucking wormhole that you're going down. Like the YouTube, worm, the YouTube wormhole. Yeah, speaking of getting shot, I know. Uh, speaking of getting shot, how the fuck did that come into play? Because remember when we did that whole YouTube wormhole? Oh yes, yeah, so people getting uh, arrows through their carbon hands. arrows through their hands. Yes, yes. The um, oh, it's bringing me right back to. Okay, I, I'm not. I can't. I can't find the stats right That's now. That's fine. I'll do it. Talk. Um, so the uh, the the one that we shared the of the kid getting the um, arrow through his hand. Yes. No, but it, was it wasn't forearm. through his. It was through his forearm, and that was because I guess uh. From what I read, from what he he described it as, is that an inexperienced shooter was at the line, and he formed a habit of turning when he was talking at full draw. Oh, nice! Now, would yeah. you say what the uh, the triax was? Three forty three. Three forty three. Okay, the, so it is the exact same as the Halon thirty two. Oh, that's probably why they did a the side Halon thirty two six inch riser is a three forty three. Okay. So. But yeah, no, this, um, I guess they had a, a new shooter with them, and um, the, the, they, for some reason, didn't stop this right off the bat. They, the, the new one got into the habit of turn, like full draw, and then when he'd talk, he would turn. With the bow? Yes. Oh. And uh, That's the guy you just take the bow from and just like, nope, nope, you're not good. And no. uh, accidentally, I guess it, it let the arrow loose and, you know. Nice. It went through the kid's uh, forearm. Well, not kid. He's an adult. Yeah. Oh, actually, matter of fact, somebody actually posted a picture of the the guy who got shot with the arrow in the forearm. Mm -hmm. The next day, he was shooting his bow with the, with the his arm bandaged and a brace on his arm. Well, I think because it, it missed everything. No, oh, yeah, it went right between the two bones in his forearm. Yeah. But I mean, bandaged up, a brace from the hospital, and this dude is at an archery range shooting again. I seen the post this week. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, look, this is impressive. This dude's the guy that got shot by." Uh, it's probably just sore, new. to tell you the truth. It, it, I mean, honestly, if it it didn't hit bone, it didn't 
dam- really damage anything like um, major in the arm, right? Functional wise. Mm-hmm. Then you, I mean, you're just looking at a hole. You're looking at something pretty lucky. Looking at a hole through your arm. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. looking. <laughs> but I mean, you're you're pretty lucky that you didn't catch bone. That you didn't re- like severely oh, rip yeah, anything. Yeah, absolutely. You know it. Especially at a, like a close range or something like that. I mean, even a, a weak bow at close range, if it hits bone, it's doing damage. That's why you got, you know, you got to be careful, especially with people shooting around you. Like when we were at the range with our daughter, I mean, granted in the morning, uh, I don't think we, some days we don't even see anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then other days it's one or two of the same people that, that shoot. Right. And um, we already, they, I mean, they come in just as often. They're older than I, like, I mean, they're Oh, older. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's also way behind the line. and every, I mean, you'd have to turn around. Yeah, but I still watch everyone. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you have to. It's naturally, I just watch. You mm-hmm. never know. But it, it's shit like that. You got to just, if you see someone who's just starting shooting, you got to, like, yeah, yeah. keep them from turning around. It's like a gun range where you need a little tunnel. Mm-hmm. The tunnel vision up, <laughs> put them in the box. That's I think shoot. that's where I'm. I I would be bad at you know. I've I've obviously taught people how to shoot. You I've taught taught how to shoot. Dougie I taught how to shoot and stuff like that. And it's like you try to explain it to the person, and if the person starts talking, it's like all right, this is where I'm talking, and you just shut the fuck up because you have an arrow at full draw. <laughs> you know, it's like don't look look that way. <laughs> Keep the arrow and the bow pointed that way. It's just yeah. like being at a gun range. Don't turn sideways. Everything down range, please. Yeah, yeah. Like you know. So yeah, that was. Uh... I don't. I don't worry about hurting people's feelings. So. No. Oh, yeah, that's kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah, no. So, like, no, 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 dummy, shut up, look that way. Um, but actually, while we were there, and I'm thinking of it, mm-hmm. um, if you want to mention, because you had to fix something on your bow. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So as I mentioned before, I use the AAE Hawkeye limb-driven arrow rest. And I noticed when we were at the range that every one of my arrows was actually pointed to the left. So my, you know, my fletchings were to the right. I mean, they were kind of hitting exactly where I was aiming. You're hanging a little left. Yeah, everything was aimed, like, <laughs> the arrows weren't straight in the target. Everything was leaning, pointing to the left. Well, good thing we already have kids if you can't hit the target. There you go, right? Just skipping out so, of there. So I decided to inspect my bow real quick. And what I noticed was is that the... It's not the greatest cage in the world that's around for the full capture on the Hawkeye. You know, granted, it, it is their more, it, it is like the budget-friendly arrow rest that they make. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I picked it for Didn't you get podcast. it for, like, really cheap? Like $28. Yeah. So, and, uh, so I just checked it, and sure shit, the cage was loose. So as I was going to fire the bow, the left fletch that was on uh, facing down was actually coming in contact with the cage as it was going out. But it wasn't like a lot. It was just like a nudge where I could see the little wipe mark on the cage from where my fletchings were hitting and sure shit. You know, I checked the fletchings. They have little black marks on them. And uh, I just re-centered it real quick. And from the rest of the day on, I mean, it was just Then you were Then you were good. Yeah, yeah. Then it was fine. All before that, I was cursing. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I can put fucking two arrows... Four inches apart from each other at a hundred yards, and I can't hit twenty yards correctly today. What the fuck is up? Listen, not everyone always has a good day every day. No, no, but yeah, that's not the point. It's it's just that I'm special. No, I just what was going on? <laughs> I knew something was wrong. I just had to figure it out. Yeah, well, I couldn't figure out if it was me. I know, like I said this week at work, everything's been fucking heavy. So I don't know, you know, my shoulder might gotten abused at work, which right. every I already know something's always up with my left shoulder, and. uh no, it just ended up that, you know, form and everything was fine. It was the little plastic cage and that little screw had come a little bit loose and it just had wiggled itself on over where the fletching was touching the left side. Yeah, it's it's small things like that that can really fuck yeah, yeah, up your yeah, shot. Yeah, you definitely have to inspect your shit. I mean, look for, you know, stuff like that. Look for what's this funky rub mark that shouldn't be there, you know. And that's exactly what I found. I found like a little rub mark and I was like, uh-oh, you know. Yeah. Like my site housing. Your site housing hasn't come loose though since. No, then. it hasn't, but I'm saying before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you first it would got kinda the, like uh... shimmy at a place. Right. But mm. I wouldn't really notice it because when you pick it up, it didn't really move. It was just slightly and then it got to the point when it was really loose and I was like, Oh fuck. 
Mm-hmm. And that was the day that I was all over the place too. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. I thought it was me and you thought it was me. So I was like, okay, I guess it's me. Mm-hmm. And then we you check your bow, it's like, what the fuck was that rattling noise? Well, I looked at it and I, I tapped it. I thought it, it moved and I was like, no, it has to be me. And then I went to go shoot again and I tapped it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. nope. Exactly. It's actually not me. Yep. So your bow is actually uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm just coming up onto the point where the strings have to be replaced. Yeah, and the uh, funny thing about that is that, you know, we got my strings for both of my bows. Mm-hmm. From Delta Force. Right. And man, we ordered and they were on top of things and they sent that little, you know, thank you very much for ordering, which is an automated thing. But we got that. It got shipped right away. It got here like way earlier than it was supposed to. Like four it, days later. They're good. You know, uh, I you don't have any problems. Problem, no. Right. Um, and uh, I know you tried, you tried ordering or finding out if they had any of yours. Well, after we had everything set with both of, well, first we did the Stinger because we were trying to see if we can get you the Evolve. Yeah, that and was And then sure as shit, two weeks later, it was like, oh, there's one for a great price, and we snagged it. So right away, you know, you want to do everything green. So, you know, got the arrow, the uh, the strings for the Evolve really quickly. And I figure, all right, you know, two weeks after everything's all caught up, you know, rent's paid, blah, 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 I will order the strings for my inertia right and sure shit nothing no any, nothing past 2012 was advertised on their ebay store on their website nothing yeah at first i thought maybe they just were temporarily out of stock or right you know sometimes shit happens maybe they forgot to put that one up there or mm-hmm. well so i i mean i, I emailed them through uh ebay i didn't get any response so a couple of days later i went to their website emailed them through their website got nothing and uh yeah i've been checking back and forth trying to see you know this maybe they're updating the web page or something's going on yeah because sometimes that takes a while it's right, a bitch right. To do. so you know just trying to see maybe it'll pop up you know i could just I, we like your string so i'll just you know, get a set for the inertia and sure as shit you know after the last month or so of me checking nothing you know nothing like i said nothing past 2012 and then i go to check it today and that's it site's gone site's yeah. down oh were they are they on ebay anymore or is it i didn't even bother checking ebay i wonder i wonder if something happened if they went out of business well it's a bummer i mean because i mean the strings that you have are really really good yeah and it was a great price and they sent it really right. quickly i wonder if they went out of business or maybe they picked up and moved and they have to know. sell out of stock and until they get reset up again they're or the ebay store was to help them because they were going under and wiping everything out maybe you know. Maybe that's why the but, price. But uh, I have been looking on for another set of uh, another place to get strings from, just because I want to try a lot of the, the smaller companies and whatnot. And, and I actually found one here in South Carolina. You're digging on my green too. Well, I'm still trying to decide: do I want to do the orange or do I want to do the green? Oh, I smell a huge pile of bullshit. Yeah, no, I want the green. Yeah. He, oh, I'm gonna go green, and then he says it while he's not facing me either. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go green i thought you wanted to go orange <sighs> no i don't i don't think i'll be able to find this or this in orange and i just think it'll be a lot easier to do green okay you're digging out my green your little uh your gr- little green with green yep got some envy going hell yeah green's a good fucking color i like the way it sticks out i mean the contrast it really it just pops so uh yeah i may decide to do uh fucking green, more green strings um, but I actually found, like I said, I found one here in South Carolina. They have their website and they also have their eBay stores, uh, Palmetto Outdoors. So, and I mean, same thing, really good price. So uh, I'm going to give it a try and see what happens. Hopefully you don't go out of business before you order them. Yeah, please don't. Christ. <laughs> I want to try and order them like, like Friday, a... like this Friday coming up or something. Cause they're, they'll be cheap. We'll see. But uh, you'll be like the the hand of death for any string company. Yeah, right. Anything you try to order, <laughs> order for your bow, they go under. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you cannot order from us. No. Could you, man? If that company goes under, then I I don't know. I maybe I'll order them. I'm just gonna let somebody else order my shit. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> just tell someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. That would suck. Or just start building all my own strings, which I want to do anyway soon. Well, you can make your own jig. Yes. Mm-hmm. And actually, so, the, 
dude I had mentioned before that I was watching his video, Sean from Sean Outdoors. Right. He actually has a video tutorial of how he made his own jig because he does all of his own strings. Okay, so wait, the the guy that you're watching um do the the fletching the um that jig. Fletching. No, 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 no. I was watching a different one. I thought you were also watching you're like, yeah, he's making his own jig to fletch arrows with. Yep. No, what, no, no, that said. wasn't yeah, but that wasn't from him. It was, that was a different guy. I was like, oh look, somebody okay. made a tutorial on how to make your own fletching jig. Okay, I thought it was the same guy. No, no, no. He actually did a tutorial on how to make his own string jig so he could make his strings. Oh, is this that guy that um looks like he's recording in his basement? Yeah. Yes, yeah. him. Yeah, kind of 80s style. Yes. Yep, that's Sean. Creeper Creeperton. <laughs> no, he's not Creeper Creeperton. <laughs> Jesus. Like the movie The Make Cell. Make enemies and never met the person. No, I'm not. Stop <laughs> it. We sound like creeps. Probably. This is like a creepy Creeperton fan club that meets in basements at night on a Wednesday. I'm just glad right now that like my throat doesn't hurt because I freaking feel like I sound deep as hell right now. You know, you're you're really leading into so many jokes, but uh, I'm just not. Yeah, just leave that alone. I'm just going to leave a lot of these alone. And I know I know some other people out there are just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably my truck driver buddies that listen to us are probably laughing their ass off right now. I'm sure a lot of them I'll are. Get, I'll get a text message tomorrow about it from the one particular. <laughs> your, uh, your buddy from New York. Yes. So, well, if we do... Well, how much is it? Did he say like um? Usually the DIYs, they say, oh, it cost about X amount of material, or whatever, to build it versus buying it. Oh, oh, you're talking about him the building string. his string jig? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he said like the the one that you measure the strings on and set the strings up on. Mm-hmm. I think it was like forty, thirty bucks, forty bucks to build the jig, and then you have to make another one. Which is really nothing. It's just like, um, it's so you can hook both loops on it after it's all twisted and made up. Mm-hmm. So you can sh- put tension on it and stretch the string overnight. Because hmm. you want them pre-stretched. Right, right, right. So it's, uh, it's really not too bad. I mean, like between the two, you're like 60 bucks in the hole on parts. That's not bad, though. But if, if you do that, then, I mean, it's, it's, you're pretty much just getting the actual string itself yeah then after you're done with that you just buy string you buy a bunch of bcy string and pick what you want if you want to use bcyx or how much does it even cost like the actual just string itself not not much i mean they're the the weird part is they sell them by weight spools no No, they sell them by weight which is the freaking weirdest thing yes they're spools but it's like a half a pound spool a quarter pound spool it's not like 250 feet 500 feet. This well, is how wonder, it was the last time I looked on Lancaster Archery's webpage. I wonder if they like do the, that because of the fact that when they're not pre-stretched, if you, there's no way to, to make sure that there's no kinks in them when you're mm-hmm. measuring. Very possible. So you can't guarantee that you're, you're buying like mm-hmm. whatever, 50 feet or right. 100 feet spools. Very possible. So when they're stretched, you actually get more out of it. So mm-hmm. technically... The weight will always be the same. Right. And then you got to buy a per couple foot. different serving sizes per, and stuff like that to, uh, to fit your um. Okay. Yeah, that, that actually makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, like you, you can basically build the jig by, if, like both of us run one color. We don't run two colors in our strings. Right. So, you know, you can in theory do it for like a hundred bucks. For your first set of strings, and then after that, it's like until the spool's empty, and then you buy another spool for fifty bucks. Because how many feet? How much? How Probably many about five hundred he... feet. No, I mean, did he use per per? Um, oh, it just set. depends because you have to do like my. I think my well, for main... that for that um, episode that he did. Uh, that well, that's what I'm saying. saying. It depends on the bow. Like my main string is like sixty inches and three eighths. No, 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 I I I knew that. No, I'm cutting you off because. You're um, you're saying it depends on the boat, which I already know, but that wasn't what I was trying to point out. Okay, is I was trying to get out of you what he was showing on that particular one. You didn't let me finish. Okay, go ahead. 
my I'm just using my string for an example. My mm -hmm. string is roughly just over five feet. Right. It's twelve loops back and forth. Right. So that's your calculation for how much string you're using. Twelve. What? It's ten times twelve, so 120 feet of string. It's ten feet. Hmm. They did the, the each loop? loop would be ten feet. Okay, that was kind of my question. It yeah, wasn't... That's a, but so you'd use 120 feet roughly. Per bow. Per per no per main string, and then you have to do your yoke string and your control string, and so by the time you're done, you're probably 250 feet down. Wow. Oh, I don't know then if that would be cost effective. What do you mean? Because, I mean, these companies that make them, that do the strings themselves and then right. sell them to you, mm -hmm. they um, they get bulk pricing on that stuff. Yeah. Because they buy so much of it at a time. Yeah, but one spool will do both bows. Oh, my point is, is that you're more likely paying a higher price when you only buy one spool versus companies that buy spools. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of retailers in archery that it says if you buy five or more spools, they'll knock $3 off of each spool. You buy 5,000 feet yeah, of well, string. Then you we'll should be used to that shit with your paracord stuff for your, all the slings and whatnot that you do. That's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Is that um, I've got my, my paracord from one company that has... They do like no shipping, no minimum, um, no like free shipping, whatever. Right. No minimum, but their price per hundred feet is a little higher than another company. But the thing is, they pay shipping. You get, you pay for shipping per weight, all the way up to a certain point, and then they give you free shipping. But their price per foot is like a you know a couple dollars cheaper. Right. So buying more from them is actually better in the long run for buying more at the same time than, you know, single. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's exactly the same thing. So, well, you know, when we get a, uh, when we get eventually get into a house with, you know, a garage area or, you know, a, a, a spare room, which I, I don't think it's going to be a spare room. I just think it's going to be like, part of the garage yeah probably um because we're definitely not gonna buy a four-bedroom house um then we'll we'll probably have some stuff set up mm -hmm. i mean you know at that point you get into bow presses and and whatnot right so um you know well so we can start working on our own bows at home and and whatnot but that's a that's a lot into it you yeah, no, I, I agree. No, because I mean, we'll end up buying a press. Most likely, it'll it'll end up being like a last chance archery press or something like that. And um, especially now that they have the attachments where you can do your, uh, you can draw the bow back just by adding two attachments to the press instead mm -hmm. of you having to buy the machine to draw the bow back plus or a draw board or make yourself a draw board. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know. But I mean, from there, it'll be, it depends on what we're going to do or how, how much we're into it. Right, right, right. You know, if we start doing 3D shoots and competitions or whatever, you know, then I can see, you know, making sure we have everything soup to nuts. Oh, yeah. I so. mean, that's then, then you get into a whole different level. Right. Is, is what it is. You know, and at that point, you know, if anything breaks, you have to know how to fix it on your own. You can't rely on, you know, always going to a shop all the time and, and whatnot. So, but you got to start, you got to start somewhere. And honestly, it's really good to know your bow in and out. Mm -hmm. to tell you the truth. Yeah. See, you like know? the bow strings here, I'm on Lancaster's site. And about a quarter pound reel is about 60 bucks. Do they say like a general how many feet? No, that's what I, I have to look that up. I guess you could always email them. If that's something you're, you're truly going to buy. I guess you could email them and say, you know, um, do you have a general idea of the weight? And I'm sure they'd be able to give you a general, like, okay, this this is probably around this range of length, but we're not guarantee you you're gonna get, you know, right this more or less. So, um, oh, what I wanted to uh, what I wanted to mention was um, that bow that. Uh, they were doing for donation. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, on Dudley's, yeah. Yeah, 
so we talk about John Dudley a lot, and um, <clears throat> they're doing this auction, and I know we posted it on um on our Instagram accounts, but they're doing they're raffling off, well not raffling, they're doing it bid wise, so they're not doing like raffle tickets, but it ends to, uh ends the fourth, so I don't know uh if it, okay, so it goes until seven p.m. CST Central, oh Central wow, Standard Time, okay, so. Here's okay. just a, a rough guess because I, I actually found the stats for it. So I'm on uh, BCY's page. A one pound reel has 8,800 feet of string. So a quarter pound reel is going to have like about 1,000 feet or almost, or more than that, 2,000 feet in a quarter pound reel. That's it? Or no? That's a lot. That's a lot. So that's like. Huh. Me, me doing both of our bows probably like ten times. And how much? For sixty bucks. It's not bad. For a quarter pound reel. Quarter pound. It's like buying a hamburger. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Back to your uh, your donation thing. There. Um. Yeah. So it's going uh, all day tomorrow. So I don't know when whoever is going to be listening to this podcast because it's going to be getting uh, released tonight. And so you'll have tomorrow, whatever. It's the fourth. Um, go over to knock on it's knock on TV is his uh, Instagram account. And uh, it, what they're doing is there's this, uh, there's this boy that has a, it's a genetic mutation. Okay. Let me read it specifically. It's, the 13th genetic mutation of the NR2F1 gene, which is a gene that helps form the brain. So I guess he needs a lot of care and, and everything. And um, the reason they're doing, they're doing the bow, it's a, a fully rigged bow, Hoyt, obviously. And uh, you get to skydive with Andy Stump, which, fuck that. And uh, Skydive, not wingsuit. <laughs> Still, fuck that. Uh, Both. Both options. Fuck that. Well, it's because you're afraid of heights. Yes. And falling from them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, closed door lessons, a a custom HMC knife. uh, And I actually think that you can choose between the one that he put together or the one that he took to hunt with in Hawaii. Oh, nice. Signed by Joe Rogan. Yeah, on his Hawaii hunt. Mm -hmm. Signed by Joe Rogan. So, you know, it's, uh, I think I saw it up to like $9,000. Now, you know, <clears throat> it's for a donation. You know, if you have that kind of money and you want to donate and then get something a little bit back for donating it, donating and you have that much to spend, then I'd go check it out. I do believe that you can also just donate, I believe, because there's a lot of people actually inquiring about um, if they could just donate to it. So, if that's something you want to do, then fine. But, you know, there's, I read through some of the comments that people were putting down. And, you know, people were were complaining that, you know, oh, it should have been a raffle because not everyone has that kind of money to put down. And he should have done it. You know, he didn't set a a beginning bid. Mm -hmm. He didn't say it had to start at this. He just said, we're doing a, a bid on this bow for this and it's going toward this donation. And everyone just hiked it up that far because right. people are they're, they're not worried you know because i saw well i'm not gonna you know put that money for for just that or it's not you're not just buying it it's not like they're just selling it just to sell it they're doing it because to raise money for the, the actual donation oh yeah absolutely and then then okay you donating this much so you're you're getting just a little bit something in return like they don't well i, th- I think the point is, is that a lot of the people are they automatically figure that if someone does a raffle, more people will be inclined to donate. So instead of just one person winning at, let's say, like, I think right now the highest bid is, what, nine Gs? Yeah. So instead of that one person bidding, if he puts out, if he decides it's going to be a 1,000 tickets or 5,000 tickets, who the fuck knows? Right. And it's $10 a ticket, and they wipe out all the tickets. So instead of $9,000, now you're bringing $25,000 in. You know what I mean? So, and it just gives everyone kind of like equal chance to win, unless you know the dude who's bidding nine thousand dollars decides to be a dickhead and buy nine hundred of the fucking tickets. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, it, it I, I, 
I think that has a lot more to do with it. It's like it, it's everybody wants their opportunity for what they can or what they want to be involved in right. instead of the dude who just happens to be willing to dig deep in his pockets and shell out $9,000 for this boat. But, you know, my point is, is that, you know, a situation like this, when it's supposed to be for a positive thing and people have to comment and always be, you know, bring that, that negative bullshit in. It's always going to be an asshole in the crowd. It's for kids. No, it's, it's, not. For, it's for a kid, you know. Right. Why don't you just leave it alone? If you don't have the money to bid above him and, you know, you, you don't want to just donate. Because there's plenty of people saying, I don't have the money to bid this guy, uh, you know, outbid this guy. Right. But can I still just donate? Right. There's just people just complaining about it. Well, that's what I'm it. saying. That, that might the, be where just, the mentality of, like, if it was raffle tickets and if... Like I said, if Dudley said, okay, it's going to be 5,000 tickets at $10 a piece. Yeah. You know, that's $50,000 instead of 9,000 just from the winner. Or if it goes higher to 10 grand, whatever. You know, so I think it has a lot more to do with that. And then I don't know if it gives that the the guy who doesn't have the nine G's to spot just that glimmer of hope that he's included or. Maybe it just gives them that better feeling of I chipped in. I don't care if I really win or not. You know, I I, I got two tickets for twenty bucks. Fuck it, if I win, I win. If I don't, you know, I still donate. I'm sure bucks. there's some of those guys out there, but I, from what it seemed like, a couple of them, they're the ones that want to only put in the bare minimum to try and get the most out of something else, even though it's it's supposed to be for a good cause. Must have had a liberal arts degree. Get my coffee, bitch, in Starbucks. No, they work at Starbucks. <laughs> Fuck Starbucks. You don't drink from Starbucks. No, you don't. No, not at all. I'm sorry. I I just mentioned that because I I constantly see the uh, the post from um what's that site that they show chicks half naked? Oh, the Chive. And it's it, no, they they made fun of college degrees. It says like engineer. He goes works for Exxon. You know, and uh, person in sound management goes to work for Universal Studios and all this other shit. And it's like. The guy, the the person who graduates with the liberal liberal arts degree, I'd like a venti macchiato <laughs> or macchiato or whatever the fuck whatever it's called. Yeah, so it's like you got a liberal arts degree. Yeah, and get my coffee. <laughs> or they go to college for all those years and they get out of the college and they're like, I need a break. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. You spend all that time and money on going to college and you come out and say, I need a break. You just you just tipped the uh, the whole iceberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got years and years of working. Like, seriously? You're bo- you're- That's the one thing I mean. Like, there, there's certain family members on both of our sides. Like, your brother's a hustler and my brother's a hustler. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother came out of college was like, I have a business degree. I'm jumping into business. Right. He went to, you know, an agency, whatever. And I know we're way off archery, but still, you got to give people a pat on the back when they fucking deserve it. You know, and... Went right into business, took what he could, and now my brother is just climbing that fucking executive ladder on his way up in his company in five years. Your brother is just a natural-born hustler. He will work until his knuckles bleed. Yeah, he likes to start his own businesses, too. Right. He's very entrepreneurial and stuff like that. So, <laughs> And he, he went to college, and then he was like, this is completely useless. I'm going to start my own company instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm not going to waste my time working Yeah, but your brother else. always had that. Drive? Yeah, he does. He's got that drive, but he's also got just that. He's got that, that just that blue collar vibe to him. He's always had it. He wants to work. If he's sitting still, it's kind of like me. I lose my mind if I'm sitting still. Oh yeah, please. So, you know, and which is good. I mean, he's he's got himself his business going, and he's doing well for himself also. Yeah, you know? he is. He's yeah you for uh, what twenty two. Yes. Yeah, twenty two. And I, I've taken your him to our uh, archery range also. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't have time for that shit. No, he doesn't. No, no. He, he, so I, he, he'll get so involved in working that he, like, almost excludes hobbies or downtime. No, well, he, you know, he, he works 40 hours at his job. And then he has his own business that he's, he's uh, it's in the startup phase, even though he's, he's doing pretty good for it. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's got that after his 40 hour a week job oh, yeah. ends on the weekends and you know anything else than that and he uh he goes to the gym yep so it's uh he's he's working like 12 to 14 hour days oh yeah he's a hustler but he works sure. he works 7 days a week mhm 
And he likes it. Oh, yeah. So we need um, we need more of those in the generation. These pansy little shitheads running around. That bathe in lavender. They don't last at my job. So That's I don't fun. worry about them. That's whatever. You know, you come into my job and you take an hour and a half to rip out four batteries out of one of these trucks mm. I, and I will torture you. Oh. <laughs> For anyone listening, that's uh, that's long. Yes, very much so. It, yeah. t- it takes about 15 minutes. Yeah, It's like removing a car battery, except four of them are side by side. So, you know, there's battery bad. bars, but you take the all the nuts off and everything comes off all at once. So, very simple. Oh, hey, so um, mm-hmm. I know you talked to uh, Doug today. Yes. How did he do? He had another 3D shoot. Today. Yes, Doug had his 3D shoot today. Doug is, I thought the shoot was Saturday, which was my mistake. It was actually today on Sunday. Um, I was mixing up his events for the weekend. Mm. Um, so, but he did very well. Actually, very, very well. He's still continuing his uh, progression. The only difference in this shoot compared to the last one is because he lives in Florida and it's hot as fuck in Florida. Ah, uh, suck it up. Uh, well, it's not his fault, but his the the club that he shoots his 3D events at right. decided, you know, I guess during summer months, they always cut the 3D events shorter. So instead of 20 targets, it's only 15. So you're... Your even score or par score, whatever you prefer to refer to it as, is 300. Now, the last time he went, he was, what was it, 41 points down from being even at mm. 400. It was like I, I don't remember. It was hands. 359. Was it? Yes. This time when he went, he was uh, a 279 out of 300. So he was only 21 points down. Now, even if you were to, you know, try to bump it up mm-hmm. whatever to make it even at 400 if you did it like that he would have only been 28 points down and not 41 so technically if you did it by a 400 scale and made everything even across right he still would have improved by 13 points now what was the farthest range that you said he was shooting at 54 yards um is now do they make uh little hills or terrain for them to walk through or are they no, walking through from the all pictures he, it's the pictures he sends me everything's flat pretty much oh, it's cheap oh, it, it is what it is <laughs> i know you can't you know they do Florida. have the trees and shit do? in the way but yeah there's no real elevation changes down there did you really just say that what there's trees in the forest there's trees and shit yeah actually literally and shit you're right on yeah, that yeah it probably is probably hogs and whatever nuts. yeah well, no, actually, there's no bears area. in Florida. They're like, fuck they're this. Not it's that area. Long. No, no. Panhandle, maybe. There, there ain't no bears where Doug is. Yeah, they're, they're too far south mm-hmm. to do that. And, but no, uh, I mean, he did good. So, you know, like I said, if you would have rounded up since he was 21 points down, you know, seven points per 100. He's got to go to a total archery challenge where it's in uh, terrain. Well, we I, t- to I told him, he, you know, see how he does. we're trying to see what's going to go on next year, you know. Everybody, if you're listening and you happen to be in the southeast of the U.S. or Georgia has some hills. Georgia's got some hills. The Carolinas both have North Carolina and South Carolina have these crazy ass mountains right at the edge of the states here. Yeah, but they could get Georgia and that would be closer for like southern areas. Well, then... especially if there was that area that we had drove through on the way back from Tennessee because we took the local route mm-hmm. where we were next to the Appalachian Trail. Appalachian. Did I say it right? Appalachian. Whatever. That trail. Um, that area is, would be a very nice terrain setup, especially if, you know, there, well, there was some crazy cliffs. So the Sitka and prime courses, it would be one of those like, Hey, look, that targets 85 yards away. Fuck I my wonder, angle crushings is 22. Now I wonder cause of the, of the spots that they pick, mm-hmm. I wonder if they have to, to take into account of, um, like if there's just hiking trails, if the park will actually, or wherever it's sitting on, will actually let them close off certain areas well what i'm seeming to notice about a lot of them is um during the summer it happens to be a lot of places where archery events are already taking place so like you'll see in areas depending on how they do it and depending on the state laws obviously ski resorts are closed during the summer or not functioning during the summer. Right. And a lot of those ski resorts, in order to make money during downtime, they'll allow archery events to take place. 
And that's why you'll see shit like Big Mountain or Big Mountain, Big Sky, Montana. It right. happens to be a ski resort, but it's all fucking hills and mountains. And, you know, apparently from what I've read, there's other archery events that are there besides the Total Archer Challenge, except, you know, Total Archer Challenge is not just a locals event. It's right, like right. balls to the wall, shots well, you're I never going to fucking take. I guess that's a good way to make money in your right. season. Well, that's what I'm saying. Here we have a lot of those types of places in North Carolina. You know, North Carolina has a lot of ski resorts here on the, the the northwest side of North Carolina. Right, right. So, you know, that's only two hours from us. I mean, that yeah, mountain it's not bad. There, you know, we're in a spot where we can we're close if we want to go beach, like just that mm-hmm. that area, and then we're close if we actually wanted to go to like more where uh, snow is in the winter. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're kind of uh, in, in the center of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And to tell you the truth, when we th- went through winter, it, we did get seasons here. Okay. It's not like we're... It snowed. Let's see. It, it, it dusted. It snowed. It, it, it dusted. Snowed. It, it wasn't dust, snow. It was whatever. dusting. But we still got it is my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it's something. It's not like Florida where you get... You, you, you have a range of like 60 to 90 degrees mm-hmm. all year round. And then you might spike to 100, and you might go down to, like, the 50s. That's when you see, like, bubble jackets coming out. Floridians in their bubble jackets when it's 70. Fucking 57. No, it's, like, in the, the high 50s, and you'll see them in, like, hats and North scarves. North faces. And fucking... I don't understand it. Even when we lived in Florida, I never... I was always cold, and I, I don't think I ever got that cold. I no, never, you just wore I never a broke a, a jacket out. No, we just wore sweatshirts. We wore sweatshirts, and depending on what season, we had those stupid pants that would zipper from pants to shorts. Mm, yeah, that's right. Especially when we were doing construction, we were wiring houses when during the my electrical years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, hopefully they add more events here. You know, That'd I would like to cool. see. You know, the Tennessee event's not far away. So I mean, even if they did the Tennessee event and they added one to North Carolina, there's a good chance, a good chance that we'll be going to both. Yeah. You know, so. And I'll be doing 100% of the packing. 110% of packing and car. Car. Uh, car duty. Yeah. Yeah. No forgetting boots, huh? 110%. That's fine. Or I'll have to make a, a laminated little checklist. That's that what we, we probably re- we need to. With, with, with the dry erase the, marker the prob- so I can check the boxes Okay, so off. He, here's the problem. So if we used it for last time, I would have checked off everything. But the problem is, is that you would have brought half of what I actually packed. To the the car. one thing I forgot was the boots. <laughs> that's a big part. Yes, I know that's a big part. And granted, our $20 boots did work for the day. No, you forgot something else, too. What? Boots? No, you forgot something. The second thing was on you, not on me. Boots. Toothbrushes is what you forgot. And we had to go back to fucking Walmart again in Tennessee. No, that wasn't on me. Yes, it was. You know why? No. Because at the very end, I left it, uh, that I packed everything up and I left it and I said, I'm waiting for you to finish up. I told you I was done. You went into the bathroom, got all the soaps, put them in the bag and then walked out with it. So you just brush your teeth and leave the shit there and not think twice about maybe I should bring this? Everything was there. The bag was there. You didn't put the soaps in the bag. They were still sitting on the counter. Whatever. We forgot the toothbrushes. We went and bought toothbrushes and we fucking went and bought boots. Let me put, let me brush my teeth and let me mm-hmm. just put it back and not think about, oh, wait, I might want to bring this. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, no, if they added more in this area or North Carolina or Georgia or whatever, I mean, we'll be going to anything they do here in the Southeast. Yeah, that would be. I would like to make it to the one in PA because that is a straight run from here to PA. To the pit area where they do that one. You know that would have been because we have a wedding in November. That would have been nice if they ran it in November. We could we could have done that and then been up there anyway for the wedding. All right. That would have mm-hmm. been nice. You know, that's um, a side note. I always see the uh, the Kill Cliff. How they use it, at the blood orange is a, a marinade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dudley's wonder... notorious for that. Yeah, but I've been hearing lately a lot more about it and. Uh, about i guess it it's supposed to be really really good with meat like when you use it as a marinade mm-hmm. so i'm curious maybe we should try that one day the you gotta kill find cliff. it first buy it off amazon oh okay buy it off amazon yeah kill cliff you know it's uh that's the only spot that i've ever seen kill cliff is on amazon mm. or through theirs um 
but to tell you the truth, I really haven't seen... There's a lot of things that I don't see in stores. I see online, but we don't really go shopping, shopping a lot of times. We try to stay out of the stores. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I mean, what's another one? Fit Aid. It's kind of in the same general direction as... No, uh, I see Kill a lot. Cliff. I mean, right now and I'm seeing Fit Aid and Kill Cliff is huge. Fit Aid does nice promotions, though. You get... Uh, Two yeah, cans for like a dollar or something like that. Right. Well, they're right. I mean, they're, but they're huge in the CrossFit scene, is the big thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing going on right now, though. Mm-hmm. Is CrossFit. That it is. Which, if it wasn't so fucking expensive, we'd probably do. But yes. It's goddamn expensive. Mm-hmm. And I know you have all the equipment and shit, but. $200 a month for a couple <sighs> is like, eh. Uh, it's still steep. It, it, it's steep. That's, I mean, but I, I think it's the idea that every time you go, you go during a specific time, there's an instructor. It's like every time you go, there's an instructor there. So it's like every time you go is a taught situation. So I, I think that's a, the thing that has a lot to do with it is just the fact that it's always like your personal trainers there. That dude gets in your face and starts screaming at you. You know, it's funny. I, don't, I the, mean, I'm, um, I'm good with that type of shit. I like pressure like that when it comes to working out and doing shit like that. But then I get to the point where I'm like, I'm going to throw the fucking bell bar at you. You know, it's, it's, um, it's funny because uh, Josh Briggs and another one that's in the CrossFit, they mm-hmm. did uh, at home workout where they do a daily workout of the day right um through their program based on what you want to do like leaner and i looked it up i was like oh i wonder because they're like oh it's on sale it's 50 dollars a month yeah until you cancel right for an at-home they just send you the workout right Mm -hmm. am i missing something that's how it is what the fuck like i told you i I think it has to do with the fact that like when you do crossfit it had it's just there's like that community and fucking you got your trainer there with you every single time and they're always trying to correct something or I don't I don't know what it is. I mean, it looks like I mean, I would do it just cuz it's fucking intense. Yeah. You know. But you know, it, you'll be you'll be definitely in shape for hunting and rent season and car payment and blah 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 and I'm like you got daily bills. I could deal with spending $10 each a month at fucking Planet Fitness. I don't care how, you know, they won't let me do deadlifts and shit like that anymore. But 200 is a lot fucking more. You can do deadlifts, but you can't, like, you have to be quiet. No, they took the deadlift racks out. Actually, I think they even took the squat racks out now. You don't need a rack to do deadlifts. I understand that, but they don't want, they won't let you do them, for what I understand. Like, there's the sign when you walk in now, like... No squatting and no or deadlifts or some shit like that. The only time you're able to do it on is if you're on the Smith machine. No, that's a highly doubtful situation. I think that's false. I've seen the sign. It says no deadlifting allowed. No, because you get all these women. They're like, I want to shape my butt, and they do the the squats. A squat you can do with no weights. No, but my point is, you could do a squat with no weights. Right. So I, I, that one, I don't believe I, I don't, I think they don't want you lifting heavy. Right. Like the, um, the guys who want to max out weight for deadlifts, like they, you know, the thousand pound deadlifts and shit like that, where the bar is bending mm-hmm. and you're somewhere else. Not even painted. What? Not even here. All right. Anyway, on that no, note, no, it says it on here. Planet Fitness has banned deadlifting. Where? What's here? I just typed in freaking Planet uh, on Google. Uh, Planet Fitness uh, deadlifting. It says, it shows Planet Fitness banned deadlifting. Because so. when I went to the Myrtle one with my mom, the it was like what a month ago hmm. or something like that. They didn't have um, any of that nonsense. That's good. I don't know. Maybe some of them are not observing it. But I know they do not like people deadlifting. Well. Because when you put the weight down, they make a shit ton of noise. Here's what I think. I think that in that this case, um, is that if you have uh, free weights and you're in your own little area and you're not, you're not bothering anyone, you're not making a lot of uh, noise or whatever that they don't want you doing, then... Uh, I don't think they're really going to bother you. Because honestly, 
it's the the company can say whatever they want, but if the employees there have uh, common sense, then they're 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 most likely not gonna they're gonna use judgment. They're not gonna say anything, right? Unless someone else comes up and bitches about it. Um, but if you're over there like stacking, you know, a couple hundred pounds on the bar, and you know, mm-hmm. in that kind of a setting, then yeah. I could see them saying, like, well, you can't really be doing that. Right. But then if you want to stack that much weight on the bar and and lift that heavy, then you need to transfer over to, like, a gold gym. And it's more money, but, uh, you know, you have some more leeway doing that. Oh, yeah. So I guess it, it I think it's all into just context. Mm. Like, it's all relative to what's going on is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, when I was there, I didn't, I didn't see signs for it. And I mean, if you go in the middle of the night when we used to go, right? Pre kids, freedom, freedom. Uh, because we both worked nights, so we we'd basically go in the middle of the night, and it was just us and like one employee, and he didn't give a shit. Nope. Yeah, and even if there's other people there, as long as no one else complains, and you know you're not being a you're not acting like an asshole, then you know what, you don't you don't catch any shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. So, you know, there's something else that we mentioned. You know, and I always do this every single time. I be, you know, you ask me, like, what, you know, what are we going to discuss in the, the episode? I'm like, yeah, we have ideas for this, 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 and this. But I like A, B, C, and D. But I go through like A, B, C, and then D is kind of like floating out in space somewhere. And then I remember D after. After we're done. Fucking A. Well, I know it was the Evolve 28, which we already mentioned. The the, uh, the charity thing with Dudley, which right, we already right. mentioned. And that was pretty much all. The range, you fixed your. I know, oh, and I rest. fixed my bow, yes. Um, I don't know. You've been researching jigs? Yes, a lot of them. So, yes. which are in like the $20 range. Well, most of them are around 40 bucks. 40 bucks. There was one in like the $20 range. Yeah, there was there, um, the AAE one. Yeah. It was like $26. Which is not bad. Which is not, no. So I know that's going to be one we're going to get. I think it's like the AAE Fletch 3 or some shit. Right. That one we're going to end up getting. Um, What's the other one? The Goat Tough Jig, I think it is. The one where you like put the fletch in like this little holder and you literally push the arrow straight down onto it. Um, I watched a video. It looks very simple to use. You can do three pattern, four pattern. Um, so that's going to be another one. We're going to get that one's about 40 bucks. The boning ones are about $40. What about the, the DIY jig that you were watching? No, no, fuck no. No? No, too... hell no. Too that involved? Thing... No, no, it wasn't too involved. That bitch was just sketchy as shit. I was watching it. I'm like, it just you just sit there. You're like, oh. and I've used every machine this dude's using. You know, right? The saws and drills and your average blade for cutting wood, you know, in a circular saw is would a fletching would fall through. Mm. You know, and he had to like do this thing where he had to make the whole like squeeze the slit tighter and so at the price you can buy them at even the cheaper ones if you're really on a budget it's not even worth it i would yeah from that do-it-yourself one i would just without even thinking i would just say screw it spend the 26 dollars and get the aae one if you want a real like super budget one which apparently the reviews i've read on the aae one right are all good okay you know we're not gonna. I'm not gonna go after like the elite one right now, which happens to be the one from Last Chance Archery. Listen, if we get to a bit uh, into a level where you know it's it could be useful, but starting out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, this this is for more the average person that's gonna want to do this. So a budget but, friendly. Yeah, more budget friendly. Yes, yeah. Like the Last Chance Archery one is like three hundred dollars, but it lets you do everything. Like. Like shoot right the arrow helical, for you? No, but it lets you do right helical, left helical, degrees of the uh, actual fletch with the twist involved. It really, like, everything you'd want need to do, like, if you buy a, like, a Bittenberg, like the one that, like, Dudley and all them use, mm-hmm. it's either, like, you buy the, the main piece of it, and you either get it with a right helical clamp, 
Or like if you want anything else, you have to buy a left helical clamp or you have to buy a straight clamp and you have to, like you have to buy all these other add-ons. This thing you like move a pin and that's it. You're up to four degrees twist on a right helical. You can change it to a left helical. You can do this, you can do that. It's fucking crazy. Wild. But it's like worth every dollar. Three hundred I mean, bones is a lot of fucking bones. A lot of pros use that fucking thing. A lot, a lot of pros use it. Well, we're not pros. Exactly. So but also a lot of pros use the the, the Bitsenberg because it, and that's eighty eight dollars or something like that. Let's start off with the twenty dollar one and then Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Out. We'll get the two I wanna start with are the AAE one mm-hmm. and I wanna try that goat tough one. Goat. Yeah, it's like goat yeah, you know, goat tough. It was G T something was the name of it. I have it saved in like our Amazon list. Like go tough or no goat, goat like back well, go goat. yes goat <laughs> like humbug goat like screaming goat yes I don't I don't want to scream on here <laughs> no but yes it's it, uh, it's a uh, goat tough all right I am withering away right our kids did not get to sleep until late they were fighting it fighting it no oh, that's a three year old and an eight month old. Yeah, and they have like little sensey, sensey things that go off. Sensey things? Uh, I was looking for another word, but it came out differently. I don't know. Whatever. You know what? No one knows what I look Well, no, people do know what I look like. Fuck it. People are not really in the area to make fun of me in my face, so that's fine. I don't care. It mm-hmm. gives people a little chuckle. It's fine. Let them laugh. <laughs> Listen to this retard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right, that's it for me. And then um, hopefully this week will be, well, we'll figure out what we're going to do this week mm-hmm. with shooting and whatnot. Well, I'm sure but, we'll end up going Tuesday anyway. Well, we got to get on a schedule anyway because I'm not going the whole summer without, like, going there in the morning. Right. That's out of the question. He's got to learn. Mm-hmm. So sure. we, we got to figure out a good routine that's good for him that'll work and then we can figure it out. So okay, all right, folks. Well, have fun. Go out, go shoot, and we will be back shortly. <laughs>